Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today we're joined with another, you know, great game development team. Yeah. Uh, the team behind Drunken Bar Fight. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, this is one of the most hilarious games on the Quest Store. For Plus stress relief. Stress relief, come on Stress man. relief. That's a, a very underrated aspect. So today we're joined with Ties. that's the general, I'm sorry, the community manager of the team behind Drunken Bar Fight. Uh, so, my friend, do you mind uh, to introduce yourself a little bit to our guest and also tell them a little bit more about Drunken Bar Fight in case they haven't you know, gotten to enjoy this this hilarious one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm the community manager from Drunken Bar Fight, the stress relief game, <laughs> the best one, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, so, hey, uh, Drunken Bar Fight is a VR game where you fight people not only in bars, but also in a supermarket, in police station, airport, a lot of a lot of places with a lot of guns, different guns with bottles, everything you want. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. Play it right now. If you don't play it, if you haven't played it, go play it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a hilarious one. And you mentioned that there's a lot of different environments in it, not just a bar. Uh, you know, mm. there's a couple different bars. You have now an airport. You have a police station. Some I, back I love alleys. the supermarket, though. <laughs> you have the supermarket. It's crazy good. So that's where we turned <laughs> yeah. it up to the to the umpteenth level. Um, so for yourself, you know, there's all these different environments. Do you have a favorite one to go, you know, beat people up a bit in? <laughs> I would say the airport. The airport is my my favorite one. Bar five. <laughs> bar five. <laughs> 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 because we have the glue gun. Which can be used to, you know, glue everything. Um, for example, you can glue the hand of the NPC to their head. So for me, it's <laughs> my favorite, my favorite. And that's the most the recent. That's actually yeah. the most recent updated one, also. So that makes that makes total sense. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, and you were gonna you were gonna flaunt the market <laughs> as well. Yeah, that's the where, supermarket. I think me and Stratus may have killed some people. That's where and- I got the most violent. <laughs> <laughs> the bar the bar fighting was like legit, you know, crazy bar fights. Yeah, you'd smash a beer over somebody's head. The supermarkets where it's like the the sadistic side started to <laughs> turn it up a notch for some I don't know what it was for some reason. So yeah, I I can see where each of the updates and God bless them for making more updates. But yeah, we reference at the airports the newest one. If anybody's, you know, played this game, you know, six, seven months ago, maybe a year ago, and they haven't played it since, you know, There's the airport's been a couple brand updates new. Since the past year, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to tell our listeners, you know, exactly what came in this airport update besides the obvious airport location and a glue gun that you can get <laughs> kind of creative about? Yeah. There's a lot of weapons that you can play right now. The glue gun itself, the drone, the drone is one of the most favorite by our community too. Um, there are the map itself and some NPCs that are brand new and exclusive to the map too. Um, and also when you start a game, you can join the airport through a taxi. So there's a new spawn location too. <laughs> so yeah, there there's a lot of new things. So go check it out. <laughs> the airport. <laughs> that's, that's awesome and is this the final update for drunken bar fight or do you guys have a bunch more coming too do you have a lot more planned yeah a lot of plans for the future i cannot say it yet but we, no, have, we do you. have <laughs> i do want to ask though what's the do you know what the process is like when they're coming up with the new ideas for like a location like to choose an airport or anything that was outside of that um 
you know, the, the original tavern and bar that you can fight in. Yeah. How do you come up with these ideas? Are they fan feedback or is it you guys sitting in a, a meeting going, where can we, where can we lay down some, some, some beatings? beatings? <laughs> <laughs> Both options. Uh, we are always asking our community to say, okay, which maps do you want us to do? So we can, you know, always make sure we are um, making everybody have their own um, bars, let's say, <laughs> to fight. Um, and we want to make sure that our game is not only bars. We know it's drunken bar fight, but we, <laughs> we want everybody to have fun in a lot of places. So, yeah, we are always, always asking our community. Um, like the Discord itself, we have a suggestion tab um, where people are always saying like, okay, I, now I want a airport. Uh, airport was one of them we heard about. Uh, the subway or um, I, I remember some some people said the subway station. I, I want a subway station. I'm sure it's hard uh, to remember every spot that people. Well, no. And so also people should know that it's not like your your community is a small small group of people it's a humongous vibrant community yeah if anybody's not on, on social the, media it, it can be a little ridiculous so. yeah the the discord community in specific for a drunken bar fight is very active so when she's talking about suggestions and stuff like that don't think it's just one person a year dropping a, a location <laughs> no, it's, it's got to be constant you know what's ironic though is like if the bulk of suggestions is like airports subways bus stations it's like these are people in real life who travel by bus, <laughs> subway, and air air travel, and they just wish they could beat the living crap out of everybody for whatever reason. I mean, we've all been there. You just you just wish you could snap, but you can't. You know? Well, some of what some of what appeals about VR is doing the things that are impossible in the real world. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you go to an airport. An airport is you know the it most can be a nightmare. And also, it's like the most secure lockdown. There's TSA. You're not throwing down a fight in the airport. You'll never fly again. You know? So it's like, it's <laughs> it's so taboo to do it in VR. You know, people get in, bu in bus station fights all the time. But in the yeah. airport, ooh, you're getting yeah. across off that, that thing that you'll never do, you know? Fly. <laughs> Travel. <laughs> no, it's just so, ironic, though, that the, the bulk of feedback, you know, it's from people's real life. Yeah, they're not asking to fight in a cage. They're not asking beach. for, you know, I want to fight on the beach. No, they're asking for where they get their actual <laughs> frustrations. What stresses me out the most and what will make me de-stress when I got to do it in real life tomorrow. No, that's pretty, actually, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, and we reference this game's all about the fun. You know, it's it's hilarious from start to finish. If if no, anybody's never played this, you know, we did a review of it as well. But the, the physics, dude. The physics in it, but also <laughs> the characters. Like, you have... They're so based off of like stereotypical, you know, you have your hipsters, you have your, your body. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you know, what inspired this game? How did, how did the team come up with this idea to it? It's it, there's so much internet culture in it. So many little like meme jokes, you know, how did this game come to fruition? Actually, you just got it right. <laughs> like, um, so our game is to make things we would not do in real life, but you know, the imagination, like, Oh, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was by far the most uh, iconic idea we continue to have until nowadays. 
the airport itself <laughs> when we are like um with all these rules we need to follow and in our head we're just like oh my god <laughs> i just can't take it anymore <laughs> so that is the most i do <laughs> Ooh, and just now we are joined as well by Edu, the yep. game designer of Drunken Bar Fight. So Hello now guys. I missed all the good Yay. stuff we were saying. I'm sorry. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We hear you nice and good. Ah, it's so good. You know, uh, we've been talking to Ties, and now we're joined with Edu again. Ties is the, the community manager for uh, Drunken Bar Fight, and now we have a game designer, so now we can get some some good input there. But Ties kept, kept us plenty entertained. We've talked a little bit about the new airport location. Uh, some of the the stress relief into <laughs> taking taking violence into areas yeah. in life such as airports and yeah. but since we're joined with you now do you want to take the opportunity real quick to introduce yourself to our our listeners and tell them a little bit about who you are and exactly your role in in the game sure hello guys i'm edu i'm the game designer and uh my work is generally i i, I design the items i design like I kind of designed the levels as, as toys for you to to be insane. Like, <laughs> what we usually expect is that you you go into places where people are having a real good time, and then you ruin their day in the most creative ways you can you can think of. So I try to come up with scenarios where ruining the day of someone else is very fun, and it usually is. <laughs> no, we're, we're saying how. <laughs> how stress relieving it actually is at the end of the day. Cause you can go in there and we're taking it deeper into like community feedback saying that they want locations that people typically get stressed out in, in mm -hmm. real life, like an airport subways trains. And it's just the, the psychology behind it's pretty interesting how it must've been. It must've been really, cause this game has been around for a long time. It's not like it came out yesterday. So, but I mean, it must've been funny as hell when you were making it. And started to everything was coming together, and you were punching the people and grabbing them and shaking them, and people got to know the physics of this game are pretty hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. What what we usually realize is that sometimes we feel that we are creating a playground for people to just to for people just to buy as as it's like an asshole simulator, so they can just be as as much of an asshole as they want, <laughs> but. What we usually find out is that what we, we are creating, and Thais, I think you will agree with me on that because you are on the community end, we are kind of creating like a bonfire for, for people to gather around and start telling stories yeah. of, of their own craziness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, we were, we were definitely taunting, taunt, you know, hiring up the, the community support or love for this game is like a little next level. It's not we had mentioned before you popped on, it's not a dead community. It's not like a handful of four or five people. You were saying your phone will blow up over a hundred times a day. <laughs> yeah, did not stop shit. Discord messages. Yeah, so it's it's <laughs> cool to see the. And I was actually shocked because sometimes when a game has been around for a long time, you're you're shocked at the a response from the actual game people themselves in the community. Sometimes it just kind of dries out, and then I see you guys just just popping updates, and it's like, wow, this is where's the end zone for this game? But now we're finding out it just, it's going to, we're assuming it's going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. Uh, we're very lucky on that because <laughs> people are insanely supportive and they know exactly what they want and what they expect. And they make sure to tell us in many different ways. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I can only imagine some of the, you know, I can see what's publicly said on the the Discord, but I can only imagine some of the private messages you guys get of, hey, include this in the game or this would be a good idea. I can only imagine. I mean, overall, though, it's like there's a lot there's a lot that is included with the interactivity and not everyone who's hearing this would have necessarily have played and no, but there's I mean, it, but it's like there's so many interactive objects that you can beat the bejesus out of people with and variety of of humans that are like i referenced before kind of modeled <laughs> yeah. after memes or people that you know stereotypes of people that you would meet before a hipster or something like that <laughs> i mean you go do the same level you know you're you're not going to see the same group of people the whole time you're going to beat up a whole new group of people no and the different words you're hearing from the different <laughs> yeah that's one of the best parts is like so you load into the bar yeah, you really love the the dialogue the dialogues the, coming so, from the NPCs, because we usually play multiplayer with this. So sometimes we'd go in, we'd go into the bar, and we'd oh, okay. we'd go, "All right, which which guy are we going to fight first? And we kind of sit there and just listen for the most annoying dialogue, and go, "Well, that's the one who sounds like the biggest douchebag." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's who I'm punching yeah. with the beer bottle there. So <laughs> something I'm dying to know is is how big is the team working on this game? You know, is it a team of twenty five? You know, what's the what's the number behind it? Uh, that's not. Uh... That should be an easy answer, but it's not <laughs> quite. <laughs> because the game it changed a lot during its development time. So in the in the early beginning, it was basically uh, one programmer and one artist, and they worked together on creating the the first new level, the, the first levels of the game. Uh, and then, as we started porting it to other platforms, so it went to to PSVR, and then it went to Quest. We started adding more people, and then we started adding new content. So that's when the team started to actually growing a lot. So right now, if if you go to the credits credits screen, there's like over seventy people who worked in the game throughout its lifetime. But at any given time, you have you have around fifteen people, fifteen to twenty people, and I have to say they are superheroes like it they are so cool they are absolutely the best part of working this project is to work with people who who kind of turn the the battlefield into a dance floor <laughs> and uh, they're so cool we have this <laughs> there's localized people in uh in a company in sao paulo vr monkey uh so programmers and the qa team is is localized in sao paulo and then we have one artist that is in Poland, which, who is from the original game. And we have a writer who is based in the US. And then we have the pro- product owner who is also based in, in the US. And he's a, a, a very creative, important part of the team as well. So, yeah, 15 to 20. Now, that's, that's pretty actually in the VR world. That's actually pretty big. Yeah. I mean, that might not be big for what people expect with like AAA console games, no. but there's a lot of times we talk to developers and we'll hear three, four. But it started with those two, mm-hmm. you know. And for you, when did you hop on the project? Were you one of the first two or did you hop in, you know, pretty recently, a couple of years ago? I joined on January 2020, right before the apocalypse started <laughs> happening. <laughs> and, uh, I, I went to, to do some updates on, we did a Black Friday level. And uh, after that, the team also did a police station and then the airport. And now we are started working on another one. So I joined two years ago. 
Nice. And what about you, Ty? When did you hop into this party? I joined it in January, like right now. <laughs> I'm really, really recent, but yeah, <laughs> I'm already loving to work with not only the game itself, but also with the team. The team is the best. So I'm a baby. I'm a baby drunken <laughs> bar fighter, but... <laughs> But, but I'm, a, a bar yeah. fighter nonetheless. Yeah, and I think it's... But that's too humble of, of Thais, because after she arrived, everything changed forever. <laughs> because now we started having direct contact with the community. That's very good. I was, yeah, was going to say, yeah, me too. hats off for having a community. It's, it's an under... Underrated? Look, yeah, underrated and underlooked position that can really make a huge... I mean, I'm a believer personally that developers probably shouldn't do the talking for their own game. And should have like direct to the community in yep. in like a Discord type yep. event. Sometimes the passion might be a little too much, or they might take something too personal with a comment. And when you might have these say anonymous faces, you can't unsay something in the internet. So it's like to have that person that can just keep things positive and let people know good things are happening. So kudos to you guys for doing that. And you got a you got a fantastic community manager in the community probably speak thank for you that. so yeah it's important there's a reason you see you know every big vr game studio what do they have community Ooh, manager you, and not a, even you the know? big ones i see some little ones yeah, now that are are going it's worth the investment to to have somebody that's full-time to be able to to really keep the community mm -hmm. involved and keep it fun and clean and non-toxic and no kudos thank yeah. you <laughs> that's my honor <laughs> thank yeah. you thank you so you you do you are underrated when you speak of yourself <laughs> oh <laughs> that's awesome yeah. it, it's understandable if you two aren't able to speak too much on this but of course i gotta ask uh is there any other projects the monkey you know the team behind drunken bar fight that you guys are working on or is it full steam on drunken bar fight <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting question <laughs> Uh, Mystery. Yeah, things are happening, right? We make games. Yeah. So. Yeah. If that says enough, no worries. No worries. <laughs> no, I'm excited because you know speaks volumes. Yeah. I mean, like the, we had some multiplayer issues for this that have since gotten better in the last update too. But it's like the game's fun. It's it's a game that you want to play with a friend. You want to go out to a bar with a friend and choke slam some strangers and smash a bo bottle over their head. So. Uh, earlier, we had asked Tyus what her favorite level is. Um, you know, she mentioned the new airport update because, you know, gluing people's hands to their face and stuff like that. How is that not fun? <laughs> but for yourself, you know, what's what's your favorite level? Uh, for the past few levels, we tried to 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 come up with specific designs that we want to study and experiment. So on police station, we started experimenting with no before that on, on Black Friday, the supermarket. We wanted to experiment with having an arena filled with weapons. So if you go there, it's like a square with all sorts of stuff. On on police station, which is the first level I worked on, uh, the concept was to be able to vandalize and play. So we, there's, a, there's a lot of things you can wear and you can eat and you can spray paint. Uh, people usually, it's very popular to spray paint dicks on the walls like everyone does it <laughs> and it's the super bad effect and, uh, you know it's the first thing you do yes there's a there's a calling in our soul to draw dicks as soon as we possibly can you you know you want to do it <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, on the airport, we started uh, working with with immersive thing. Like we wanted to have this uh, ability to to create side effects. So we have the glue and the magnet. So why I'm mentioning this because my my favorite level depends on how what's the sort of thing I want to I want <laughs> to experiment with at that moment. I usually go to the rooftop. Which is the one you can throw people off the <laughs> of the balconies? Oh, wow. I think it's the first level where you can be truly an asshole. It's a wedding, and you can just <laughs> yeah throw the, the uh, people from the from the balcony. <laughs> and uh, I really like police station in the sense that uh, the the guy who wrote the characters, Seth, he did an amazing job of writing the most uh, fascist assholes. So they they will sell all sorts of we things and you go, yeah, okay, bring it on. Yeah. It's time to hit a cop and face no consequences. Uh, that's something <laughs> that we had referenced before, too. It's like to be able to do these taboo things mm-hmm. that, you know, you can't fight people and, in an airport. And laugh about it and laugh while you're about doing it. it. And be able to fly again. Like something we said, you go you go choke somebody in an airport, you're, you're not going on the next no, flight, I promise the, you. The next list to take your car forever. Yeah, same thing. You go into a police station, you start throwing bombs at cops and stuff like that. You got big issues, but... In drunken bar fight, you can go fight some fascist cops that are saying some ridiculous things. And it, again, man, for anybody who's never played this game, just before you fight anybody, just sit there. Oh, listen for just two minutes. Just listen to the conversation. And like, you guys got some really big back and forths, you know, written. It's it gets pretty comical. Uh, I mean, at this point, how many different characters? I think in the the you know description of the game, it says like over thirty different you know, character types, but do you know actually how many different characters there are in the game at this point? Uh, I can make a quick calculation. Uh, I don't have the real number. uh, 50, (laughs) uh, around 50 characters. And they were all written by this one dude, Seth Kopchu. And uh, he's very good at writing people that you hate. So... (laughs) I have a feeling Seth sits in a coffee shop all day with a notebook and goes, hmm. But you know what I wonder? Are are the NPCs visually based off of real people? That, that Seth met? He's like, all right, dude, there was this one dude at the beach. Because now I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he's taken like the whole team and put him in there. What's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are based on real people. Like some of them that, that are small references. This started on on the alley level. We started adding re- references to people, but they are generally references to memes and celebrities, so people can recognize. It's not only like an internal joke. Like we want people to go, yeah, that asshole. I want to. <laughs> All right, no, that's kind of what I. That's kind of what I thought. I love it, man. I love it. I love games like this in VR that are all about the silliness, all about laughing, having a good time. And that's why I think, you know, multiplayer for this game is is so great because it's, you know, it's one thing to do it by yourself, but everything's funnier with a buddy. So you have a buddy and you're just clearing out rooms. How are you not laughing? Especially the more creative you are, because you can kind of role play in this game. It, it progresses the more you play it. <laughs> the more you real because i remember the first time it was more like it It was yeah you progress and you go from just the typical violence of punching to like oh a pool stick might work or a cue ball hey i can throw cue balls i can throw pool balls and then you just start the creativity clicks that's when you're dragging people across 
bars and choke slamming and but it it definitely will bring out the the best in you. <laughs> It'll bring out the best of the worst of you. It's it's one of those. <laughs> you could start all innocent and sweet and no matter what, it's like for some reason it's something in VR it just like you're again you're laughing about it, you know? Yeah. But the physics hats hats off to the physics because I love the way the <laughs> the characters respond when you shake them around or or the way you can pick up somebody that you've already KO'd and now they are your weapon. Meat shield them, yeah. beat them to death with other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all praise to the programmers on on the physics, and both the original programmer Yang and also the team that is now led by by the currently lead dev Paulo Passos. They work so hard on this. Like I think we we are we have two years left of hair, and then we <laughs> we will go bald forever. Uh, and they they work so hard on the physics and on the items and to to make them feel just right. So it's very interesting to to hear you guys talking about it. No, and again, this has been around for a while. This isn't like yesterday's yesterday's news, and it still holds weight so and it's, still updated. Still uh, has more coming. Yeah, it's it's weird because every time I know a VR game updates, I know no matter what, it's going to be a better game. It's just the way the way it works, and that's why when I started seeing, I think after we reviewed it, there was another update mm -hmm. or no, the police station had just came out or something. And then we updated it. And then we saw that there was going to be another update. And we're like, my God, they're just not, they're not slowing down. I had no idea that. So again, hats off all the programmers develop and the progression. I mean, it started with two people and a vision to go into bars and just have a good time. And now it's actually taking on more of a 25 person team. Let's yeah 50 plus characters it's still you know hundreds of weapons no one will confirm it but we'll assume there's going to be some more, more stuff coming, coming and, you know. and you know so it's going to be more experiences and more creativity <laughs> and it's just freaking awesome so i mean everybody that works on these should feel fantastic for what they've done mm -hmm. and hopefully you guys don't lose your hair in a couple of years at least at least five years yeah, you got to keep it for another thank, half a day. Thank you. <laughs> keep it for as it's, long it's as you can. It's too late for some of us, but thank you. <laughs> so you meant you mentioned that this game, you know, it's been ported over to several different headsets. You know, it was PC VR, PS VR, the Quest. Um, I think I know the answer to this, but just out of curiosity, do you guys see, you know, which platform has your biggest player base? Quest. Yeah. By far. <laughs> <laughs> the word by its farm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so was porting the game to the Quest, and especially the release of the Quest Two. You know, the last hol you know holiday sales of of the headsets. Uh, you know, we see in every game the player base has gone through the roof. Have you guys kind of seen an explosion of of players in the last year or two since the the Quest Two came out specifically? It's yeah, it's actually kind of insane. Like it, how if you see the graphics on how, what the quest did it's just crazy like we we had we had pc as our main platform and now pc doesn't even show up in in the, uh, when we compare all platforms uh so we, it makes me wonder what what's what's next for for standalone devices yeah you know it's like people uh, i've heard people rant and rave that there's not a bunch of AAA you know, PC VR games coming out since the quest came out. But how, how can you argue with that? Developers have to put, you know, bread on the table in the end. And geez, for, for, uh, to go from, you know, PC VR being, you know, the biggest, it's not even a spec on the graph. 
I mean, geez, that answer that that speaks enough to itself. It's, that's that's amazing for the world of VR, you know, to go from it. It's leaving the the niche slowly. It's becoming a little bit more mainstream. Oh yeah, it hasn't even touched this. I don't think the the surface has been even scratched to the to the masses of people who will eventually get VR. It mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's literally like at the, I think probably under ten percent, you know, <laughs> maybe like seven percent or something. So it's like. But the demographic of the the VR user too is overall, I think, like in the thirties and and higher. It's not necessarily as as kids as you would think. Even console, I know, is now mm-hmm. shifted to more of an older demographic. So it's an interesting. Well, interesting I think that time. that fits a game like this. You know, this is a game that the older you are, I think, the more, the more you enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah you'd be more... seventy, you'll love this. This will be the best thing you ever had in your freaking life, <laughs> like, dude. This is thank a, you. This is a, a grumpy old dude's. Your dream right here. <laughs> Go everywhere and just lay hammers on people. That's absolutely. Yeah, and this and again, this game was one that I think when we got the quest two, it was like you're not going to avoid it on the store. It's it's like one of the first you're probably going to grab. Yeah, it's there. It's priced decent enough. You're like, I got it. You know, mm-hmm. I just got my damn quest, and this seems to it's going to let me do something in the form of throwing a beating. It's not like you're getting killed, really. You know, you don't have to. It's not causing you personal stress. No, it's it's just fun. And so I got a, a, another tough question because I always got to ask. Uh, <laughs> you know, and no is always a fair. Yeah, no, no's fair as well. But just so I can get it off my list and everything like that. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, that you're loving adding the features of, you know, more interactability, the better. You know, gluing items, everything like that. Are there more different types of features that you want to go with the game, or do you want to stick with, you know? just new levels, you know, pretty much the same formula you have now, just expanded? Or are there different game modes and features that you kind of want to explore as well? Uh, yes. That's, uh, <laughs> there's there's a part of, of this question that I think Thais can answer, which is what the community expects. Because there's all this, the physics and what they expect from their hands, specifically. And so... Uh, when we get to that, I will pass it over to you. But basically, we want to be able, uh, we want to enable the community to create more content. So things are coming in this direction. Like, what can we do for people to express themselves more? What can we do for them to? There's there's all this this streaming community, and what can we do to to improve what these guys are are creating? Uh, and there's also some quality of life improvements in the game. We have to consider that Drunken Bear Fight is an old game right now. It's it's and sometimes it's aged shows. So on the controllers and how things feel. So and that's the part that Thais has been hearing a lot. And we have some improvements to do. Thais, if you want to take over. Yeah, for sure. The arms, the arms. We are <laughs> working on it. <laughs> People are, have been asking. For so so long about the games, and I agree with you. So for sure, that is one of our mainly things we wanna work on. And one of the things that people have always asked us, uh, especially on Discord, is about a PvP option. We wanna so hard to work on that. People love PvP, so we wanna focus on that too <laughs> for the future. Please. <laughs> That would that would actually be really imagine an online battle royale 
just load in and there. Not a battle royale like pop one side with the but like you just load in and it's like Royal Rumble WWE, just like everybody just there just throwing hands. That would be the most comical shit in That's the world. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't even think that, that would be possible or even on the books, but that is man, I I'll I'll load into a if I had one selfish wish, it would be for a build your own bar. <laughs> like you could oh, drag cool. and drop whatever you want in there and be like, oh, I'm putting the glue gun in this. I'm going to do like have the space and mm-hmm. then you can decor it out or whatever. So uh, just to, that's selfish. That's in, just me. In case anybody's <laughs> never played the game, when you when you play the game, you kind of have like long stick arms. They're, they're, they're a little skinny. You look like maybe you haven't eaten some meals in a couple of weeks. Anything you're like throwing that. Knuckle yeah, out. you're throwing hands in a bar. You're an alcoholic. You drink. You don't eat. But nonetheless, uh, uh, what exactly just just to specify, what's the changes that, you, that you're going to make with the arms? Are they going to become floating hands? What's the or are they just going to be more defined? What's the changes that you guys have in mind or anticipate or anticipate? You know, what are you playing around with? OK, uh, right now, it's, we want to improve the physics and how you grab things. So right now, if you if you grab a gun, for example, in the game, it will stick to your hand until that it's out of ammo. This used to work in very old VR devices, but now that we do, we have there's a lot more control on on how you can grasp things in VR and what kind of gestures you can make. We are working to to improve that. So how how it feels to pick up objects in this game. Uh, this leads us to if we are going to change how it feels to grab things, we eventually have to change how it feels to to see your hands, like what what you're seeing. So. As I said, the arms are too skinny. So what can we do? Can we, we bulk it up? Uh, what can we do to make your physical presence more accurate to what your real presence is? This is very important in a fighting game. And we have a lot of experimentation done on that. But what we want to do is is to give you the gut feeling when you are punching. And you, you can actually feel that this is happening. So we are... Aiming for physicality. Okay, I'm excited. And now I'm excited. I'm real excited. Wonder if there's yeah. any. I wonder when the future will allow your MetaQuest avatar to be the, <laughs> the, the character in the bar. Oh, that would be right. Freaking too much fun. <laughs> One thing at a time. And imagine yeah. how much fun would it be uh, as your guys are saying that. Imagine not that we are planning to do anything, but <laughs> the- theoretically speaking. <laughs> Theoretically speaking, <laughs> just, if you just could speaking. if you could load the picture of someone else in the game, and the game like create creates a, an avatar f- uh, for them, so you can beat them up. <laughs> if this happened, it could be pretty nice. That is like the uh, the viral video creator's dream of like I'm fighting Michael Jackson, fighting whoever fight- you want. Yeah, fighting Hulk Hogan. Registered trademark. Yeah, registered trademark. <laughs> <laughs> that is freaking awesome or you know well i just i love the the progression again it's like it's a it's evolving the ideas are turned whether that ever happened or not it's like somewhere some it's gonna happen well in somebody's you know in somebody's game or somebody's world it's let, just the progression let's call it how it is at this point this is one of the more ogs of vr well, and you got the experience definitely one of the ogs of the quest you know it's it's an established game so sometimes you see these games and you go how much are they still adding? And, and you guys—that's my it's, point. Yeah, it's go not, to the community, and hence they got a, a a very active community manager. Yeah, I, th- I think that they've. You guys might be peaking now. You know, all these years in. When did this game first come out again? What, like 2017, 2018? 
uh, versions of it, uh, early access started coming out in 2016 to 2017, 18. See it. And it started forming into what it is today from, yeah, three years now, so from 2019 uh, uh, onwards. And it's it's just it's just now hitting like maybe its best point. That's that's amazing to see. Well, and that's the best point now for the current market of sales of headsets. Yeah. It's like is the next bulk wave of headsets come out, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm I'm really interested to see is when the next generation of headsets come out. Not necessarily, you know, even the Oculus or the the Meta. It's like it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, standalone VR is. I know you only guys are pushing. You, you, all the developers we speak to always say the same thing. They're pushing that headset to the max. It's like, it's not like we're leaving a bunch on the table and reserving a bunch of, you know, power or resources that it could have. It's like literally, you guys put the squeeze on this thing. So it's incredible that it'll still update, get better. Sometimes even the graphics over time too. You see it in a lot of games. They just start improving over time. It's like, damn. Well, even if that's not like a graphical resolution and fixing the arms, enhancing the arms, that's absolutely a graphical enhancement. So even yeah. in this game, we're seeing a, an example of it in the works. No, and, and we've seen improvements to the functionality over the, the time of the game. Yeah, so a- absolutely. Uh, this is actually we go back and forth all the time of when do we review a game? Do we review a game right when it comes out, when we first start playing it? Do we wait a year before we playing it, before this we is- review it? And it was like Drunken Bar Fight was always one of those games. It's like, you know, do we review it now or do we wait? And even when we finally did review it, it's like, shit, would we have been better to wait until the airport update came out, you know, right after that? Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is a great example of, you know, why we don't always review a game right when we first start playing it. Things get better, you know, and it's not always fair to judge it on that initial first impression. Um, So kind of a little off topic question. Uh, this this is for both of you though. I I'd, I'd like to hear this out of out of each of you. Uh, you know, for most of us, we try VR at some point, and that's what sells us on it. You know, you put on that headset that first time, you do whatever silly experience you're. You know, you're looking back on it, it's probably nothing special, but you know that first experience that blows your mind. So I always love to ask for each of you, what was your first experience in VR? Okay, you want to go first or me? I don't know. No, please. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> My first ever I that I remember, <laughs> I think it was when I was at my college. I was studying VR things, actually. Uh, and I did a VR game. It was not a game, but it was experimental. So that was for sure my most remembered experience ever. Um and then I remember when VRs are, um, were starting to become popular. I remember these ones that they are not VR, but you know, for mobile devices, they're just a 2D version of VR. <laughs> it's not a VR Oculus, but it was one of my first experimental stuff. But yeah, with the VR, I think my very first VR I used ever was the Vive itself. It was too heavy. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what, what is that? And it was at high school. So yeah. It's all good. And then uh, for you, Edu, what, what was your first experience in VR? Uh, it was in a game jam. And th- those guys were experimenting with VR. And I put it on. 
And what I saw, it was like just the standard image from, from Oculus Rift, just like the the environment you go when you first put the, the headset on. And it was a little bit of a, a religious experience because I put that on and I started, I watched my hands and I started turning up turning to see the word and when i remove it i kind of forgot i was in a game jam <laughs> and that's when it hit me like i what i'm seeing here is like though that grassy hills on 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 windows wallpaper like that's only the wallpaper and it, it gave me this experience imagine what a game on this could do and the very second experience I had was I, I put it on my father and his, his, he, he was uh, already over 60 and I saw the same religious experience on him. So I think that experience, like seeing a, a person who never used any technological things in their life, having a, a emotional emotional reaction to it, I think it was even more more impactful for me than when I, I bought it. Yeah, no, I. It's funny you say the home environment because when I got my Quest Two, and it it loaded in and I did this, I was all scared shitless. And then it pops me into this home screen. I think the big like lodge room or something. And I I literally spent probably thirty minutes just looking around. I couldn't freaking believe that I was seeing this with my own eyes, fully immersed, fully immersed. I made my fiance put on the head. She hates VR. She can't stand it. And but even she admitted that like this is absolutely nuts. And then I I knew instantly. I'm like this is this is what you know. I'm in my my young fifties, but I've waited like my whole life to feel this in a game. It's like this was supposed to be the the end game. I never thought I'd live long enough to to know. And that was just the damn environment. And then I saw there were other environments, and I'm like, it, it's clean. Then they had the thing where you could sit on your own couch. And then I'm I'm looking at the my fake couch versus my real couch, and I'm like, yeah, if they could map my house, I would take the fake one all day long. And now social environments are coming to the home screen. Yeah, it's but it was it was instantly life changing. Where I was like, yep, this is it. This is my this is my thing. Yeah, I think for most people who get hooked on VR, that's their first experience. They put it on and they go. There's so much potential. We take for granted now. We actually look at things and critique and criticize when it's like really if the i don't care what it is we've ever talked about if you put a headset on for the first time and that's what you saw it's going to be pretty pretty freaking huge Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing no i'm I'm happy that i'm happy that people are willing to invest as much as they are into a market that doesn't scream i should go invest everything maybe i should go hit the console market or just stick to a pc market or so VR people are the risk takers, but you guys were like again, 2016. I was back in the first, what yeah. PS, PS VR, PC VR. That's yeah. OG, OG days. And, uh, you know, I always, another question I always love to ask too, but a lot of times the answer is nothing. Cause I'm so busy after I, I just use a headset all I'm day. Out. Um, but you know, besides working on your game, is there any other VR games that you currently do play? Or is it one of those situations you work on VR all day? You know, you're not really gaming afterwards. I'm such a bitch for Half-Life, Alex. <laughs> I just go there not for not to play, just to see like see their how they grab objects. 
and I'm such a nerd for interactions. Like, oh, so then you can shake a bottle and you can hear the liquid. Mm, okay, we should do that. Uh, so I, I'm always looking for for tiny interactions and tiny toys. On Reddit, there's a lot of very experimental developers, and sometimes they put their content on, and we can experiment with, like, these people are, like, on, on the very early days of, of aviation, where you had these this guys experiment with, like, fake wings, <laughs> like, that's what they are doing. They are experimenting with very, very weird and peculiar stuff, and that's my jam. Yeah, that's guys. awesome. <laughs> And um, talking about VR games, I love those games where you can build things. So uh, and and music and music. So <laughs> uh, I think you can imagine. Uh, I love I love love Beat Saber. This is <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this was uh, I think my first game ever actually in VR. I was so hyped up, and I was looking everybody that I knew that um, had AVR or had experienced um, something with VR, uh, was, they were always talking about Beat Saber and other music games, but this for sure is my favorite. <laughs> no, I think Beat Saber is definitely one that, like it or love it, you still should try it and play it and see what it's about. And it's, it's active, you know. They too. Yeah, you're going to sweat. And I, I'm with you. good with those financial DLCs yeah. they are. Yes. <laughs> That's and where Beat Saber's got their, their market down. Their market down. And I'm with Edu. I'm a, I'm a sucker for interactability. I know you are too. You know, anytime we're in any type of environment in VR, the first thing we do is what can we pick up? What can we touch? And what can we interact with? And can we hit each other? <laughs> yeah. That seems to be a common one. What happens if I try to hit you? Will it make us sound? And it's usually followed <laughs> up with about five minutes of just piss your pants laughter as soon as we figure out what we can and can't use. So... I think that interactability is a very underrated gem in VR. I feel like I'm seeing more and more games be like, you know, only the things that are needed for the game are interactable. And like, yeah. I understand it because, you know, you're pushing the headset to the max. The more that's interact, you know, you only so much you can do on, on the headset. But I'm a sucker for it. If everything's interactable, even the stuff I don't need, I'm probably going to have a great time. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I love that stuff. Well, in Drunken Bar Fight everything should be interactable everything is interactable from the people to the the environment you can drink the booze too Mm -hmm. i love to put somebody's head on the bar and just like wipe it like a movie yeah just do a clean wipe across and then you chuck them outside the bar door like get the fuck out of here (laughs) yo we get into we get into character while we're playing like like yeah it's it's progression i think that's that's exactly the power of VR, right? Like you're, it's on, it's on your face, it's everywhere. You're, you are, you are in that world. So definitely appreciate you know you taking the time with us. Uh, I think we could have gone gone easy two hours at the the rate we were going. That was a blast. Um, is there any social media viewers you want to plug before you go? Uh, anywhere that you know the listeners can follow you on, maybe Twitter or any uh, Discord communities. You want to talk about the community? Please do. Okay. Talk about it. <laughs> and one of the things you pointed out, uh, the thing when the character is crying out of the bar, uh, I can say ninety, almost eight hundred percent of the people that I that I watch uh, when they are <laughs> playing is like, where do you think you're going? And take the NPC and take it out. So I, I think it's almost a hundred percent of the people that I've watched. So. <laughs> Yeah, that is a drunken bar fight effect on people. 
So, um, yeah, the community, uh, our Discord is open to everyone that want to show their opinions and suggestions, um, feedback bugs, or just have a talk, <laughs> just to chat. So, yeah, we are always open. Um, and thank you so much for having us. This is a honor for us. And our team is perfect. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone from the monkey, from VR Monkey too, and that's it for me. <laughs> Indu? Yes. Uh, what I want to tell to the people who are watching is that more is coming. Like every day, we are thinking of ways to improve this experience. We know the difference between between an old game and a recent VR game, and we know that VR can do more than that. And there's so so much love involved in this game sometimes literal love it's amazing how how many relationships started in the team of this game <laughs> and i think that's a reflection on on the good vibes that we have when we are working on it and yeah uh the community is usually our 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 safety spot like when we when we release a game and all, after all that stress, seeing those guys playing with, with the game, like uh, seeing YouTubers playing with Airport and having a having a great time with toys that we create, it's uh, we we develop a, a very strange relationship with with that is intermediate by this game, and I think that's that's the dream, like that's what we wanted to do when we entered in in this industry, so yeah. Uh, Lots of love are coming to you guys, and it's coming in the form of better gameplay mechanics. So, uh, you know, I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of your day, and check us out Wednesday. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a really, really pleasure. Thank you. See you guys.